Hey, can we get a roll call, please? Alright, it looks like we are all here, so we are good to go. Repeat, good to go. Hey guys, how are we all doing? Am oh, I no. supposed to answer that? Or was that for the, the audience? Let me restart. I was like, <laughs> I, that caught me off guard so much. Well, in the future, are you going to ask that again? No, oh, okay. maybe. I was going to say, should I answer that next time or are you going to reword it? Okay. I don't know what I'll do. Well, I like to keep you on your toes. You did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what if? One of your famous burps. Okay, I can't do it again. Oh, that wasn't a good one. That was like a silent one. I've never heard a silent burp. Okay, I'm ready. Sorry. Remember, you have to talk into the mic. I know, but I was putting it off because I didn't want to burp into the mic. Okay. We just... <laughs> Singing in the rain. Sorry, go ahead. Singing in the rain. It was a trivia question that I was listening to. Or we were... I listened to a trivia podcast. Really? Yeah. Both of you together. Well, we were coming back from pickleball. Oh, by the way, Jordy's here as well. Hello. He's preoccupied. He's pretty preoccupied with League of Legends. He looks like the Fighting Irishman right now. (laughs) Oh, man. He hit my bowl. I don't know. Jordy, what are you doing? Well, he elbowed my bowl and I gasped. That's a weird word to say. You gasped. Gasped. I feel like I have to enunciate every gasped. I need to work on my enunciation. Wait, is it enunciation or pronunciation? I don't. Come on, Mr. School Teacher. In my head, okay, this is not factual. This is how I think of it in my head. Um, enunciation is about saying. The sounds, pronunciation mm. is make, is saying the sounds correctly, if that makes sense. We're going to see what Are you looking definition it up? is. Again, that was just literally off the top of my head. I don't think that's right, but I went with it anyway. Enunciation is the act of pronouncing words. There you go. The act. That's what I meant, like saying the sounds. Pronunciation is saying it correctly. No, pronunciation deals with language factors like accent, intonation, and diction? Yeah, saying it correctly. Mm. Oh, yeah, because you could be like, if I'm saying, toujours, <laughs> but... I guess. I was going to say, if I'm saying the word like... It could be the wrong like accent. Like stepladder, enunciation is like saying stepladder, but pronunciation is making sure I don't say it as in like steep later, not pronouncing it right. Mm. There was like four gnats that went by my head at once, unless I'm just seeing something. It might have been. I thought it was like seeing little fuzzies. They are, they are, they are, they are around. Where did they come from? They 
Yeah. I don't know. There might be... Yeah. Like a window open or something. Yeah, that's one thing. For some reason, I don't have a screen on, on my window in the back. Is it open? <laughs> Did you call? No. Okay. No, I don't <laughs> open it. There it is. I don't know. Open it, but I also don't know why there wouldn't be a screen on it because there was one last year. There's like three... Oh, there's three rooms in my apartment that don't have a screen on it. Or three windows. So I don't open them. That probably sucks. One time I did open one because it's in the kitchen and I was burning something. And so I just opened the windows to get the smoke out. And I forgot to close the window and a bunch of like flies and stuff flew in. Really? Luckily no birds. There's an owl outside my apartment and I hate it. That'd be cool. It'd be cool for someone who doesn't hate birds. I tell you, I always thought, you know how like you kind of dream like, oh man, I wish I had a wolf. I wish I had this. I wish I had a pet that. Yeah. I was always really, really interested in like, I wish I had like a falcon or an eagle or something because part of it is I think there are some movies where some of the coolest characters have a board. Board? Remember Iron Man? What? (laughs) I was trying to do the uh, accent from Iron Man. Sidetrack. But you know, uh, Iron Man 2, it's the electrocuting guy. It's like Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. He says like, I want my board. My board. And he says it really weird. Jordy's nodding. Um, so that's the came to mind, but I just always thought that was really cool. And one movie is King Arthur and mm-hmm. Tristan, one of the knights, um, Mads Mikkelsen, really cool actor. Oh yeah. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. He played him and he was kind of like the weird kind of mysterious silent type. He had a weird curved, I'm not going to say samurai cause I don't think it was that, but it, it was kind of like a samurai katana blade. So, and everyone else had like, you know, uh, broadswords, I think, are the uh, thicker ones yeah. that like the Crusaders used and such, the bigger ones. And this Tristan guy, he had more of a curved one, almost like a, almost like a scimitar, but not that much. It was really, it might've been a katana for all I know. It might've just been one. And he had a, he had a bird, a falcon. And, um, I don't know. I just thought that was really cool because they used it to scout. So, huh. It's funny. You don't like birds, and I always thought they were pretty cool. So, and I, birds in general are just so interesting because, just like how fish, you know, it's like how can a, something live underwater like that? It's also kind of like how can a bird fly like that, and like how they live yeah. in the air. It's just very cool. I mean, me. I can see the wonderment of it. Doesn't mean I like them. I know. Maybe you'll figure it out someday, and then you'll own a I little mean, toucan tweety bird. Meh. Tweety bird. Toucans are kind of interesting. I mean, if I had to get a bird, I'd know I, well, like what birds I would get if I had to get them as a pet. Although all the birds that I like, I don't think I could ever get as a pet. Right? The owl? Yeah. As I'm thinking about it. I don't think I could get any of those ones. Well, birds are hard, too, like. Can you really train them? I know you can, you can train, train them, them, but they're also I think just it's not. Harder for oh, I take that back. I was gonna say they're not like personable; like you can't buddy up with them. But that's a lie because I've seen a lot of videos of people like with a pet bird mm-hmm. and the bird. It's not obviously it's not a dog, but like it acts like a dog. Like it gets excited when they come home and then stuff like that. What do it you think? What, sorry, one thing. What I've thought about this quite a bit. What do you think a dog thinks when? They have like an owner and the owner gives them food. Like I think in some regards, they probably have some thought processes processes that yeah. we do, right? I mean, yeah. we're kind of related in a way. 
Um, but do they experience what we think they experience? You know, where it's like, oh, not, not, that dog just loves its owner so much. Or is it just like, this guy feeds me? No, I think it's a mix. It's like in between those two. Because I don't think it does just think this is the thing that feeds me and I'm going to be by it and that's why I like it. Let's see, I don't know if I want to know the answer to this though. Because it's kind of sad to me. I guess so. Well, no, because that's what I was going to say. Don't I don't like think that. they're just like that. Um, but I don't think they have the thoughts that we do. Like I know a lot of dog owners that just talk to their dogs like they're humans. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that dog's not actually thinking that. Like you're just talking to it. Right. To talk I to mean, it. obviously there's it's a just somewhere in the barrier. middle. I, well, also dogs and canines are like pack animals. So they're yes, they are. used to companions. So I think even though the dog were a different like species than the dog, they still recognize that like this is something that is looking out for me and this is something that I can have fun with and play with. So I feel like, I mean, that's kind of like humans. Like yeah. we, for the most part, healthy humans aren't just selfish. Yeah. And such. Thinking like, this is the friend that gives me food and stuff like that, which I mean, some people do, which is messed up, but it's the same way. We're, kind of like pack animals, but to yeah. a lesser extent. Well, it's really interesting. Like, I don't, I've never had a, a per, uh, pet personally, but we've watched a couple, and there was one I really liked uh, named Buddy. He was, he was a white retriever, and he was beautiful. I mean, that that's, that's nice, but um, he was just a big puppy, you know, because he was pretty young. So he liked to play, and there's just something really fun, I think, about that. And... You know, just like to chill out, like, um, you know, hang hang out by your feet and stuff. And, well, I don't think it's ever happened to me because, you know, we never owned one. You know, people will talk about the bonds that they share with their animals and be like, you know what? I was feeling really down mm-hmm. and some, you know, Jasmine or Ruby or whatever the dog is called, right, will be like, it sensed that and it came and it didn't leave me. And it's just like, you got to wonder, is that kind of like an exaggeration of what happened i mean i i would say probably not because it's no yeah i was it seems very genuine when i hear that you know yeah i mean i don't obviously i don't know what's going on in the pet's mind but i feel like i've seen pets do that yeah that's there's something i almost like spiritual i don't know what what's the right word for it but Something more than that's just normal, you know. Like that's a, th- you know how some things, they're kind of like let's just say you're supernatural technically. That right, that's a kind of a good word for yeah. it. Whereas, where you know what me and you experience, oh, it's all in like this very physical, yeah. earthly realm. But something like that, like that idea, kind of like, also like the idea of like soulmates. It's like well, that doesn't really make sense, you know. But I that's kind of like it. an elevated idea, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing goes with the animals. I I would say, where I mean, I wouldn't limit it to that because I feel like sometimes it is the thing with humans, where even if you're like, I don't know. I think there is just that sometimes, depending on the the being or the species or whatever, it can sense things from other things. Like, cause we do that with some animals. We know an animal's not telling us that it's like, like. I don't know. Yes, but I think it, I don't think like there's the same kind of like wow factor going the other way because 
I think for the most part, we look at ourselves kind of like as one of the um, most like, what do you want to say? Developed. Developed, Yeah. Beings, right? So it's like, oh, yeah, it totally makes sense that we can look into this animal soul and see that it's experiencing this and that. And, you know, that it has problems that it doesn't even know that it has, you know. But to look at something that we look at as more simple, right, Um, simple-minded and be like, wow, that has the capability to have like this big bond with its owner to love it or whatever you want to whatever you want to say and i don't know yeah it gives me hope in the world you know when i when i see and hear stuff like that Mm. you should get a pet yeah i think it'd be really cool at some point yeah next uh soon maybe we'll see yeah i think it'd be fun Sorry, I got caught up looking and someone was spinning around on his thing. Is it Garen spin to win? No, it was like Garen spins this way. The person was like swinging stuff this way. Oh. On both sides. That would be. Ah, yes. Yep. The Axlinger. I don't know what that is. Well, that was a nice tangent. See. You got to take the little things like that, I think, like for me, you know, when you get, when you come across an idea like that where it's like, wow, something that is simple than me doesn't have it, like have all the potential and stuff, it's look looking out for you, right? Like, I don't know. That's just really cool. You know, yeah. everything can be so dreary, you know, the rest of the time, right? Dealing with all the other problems that cre- recreate and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I'm in the middle with it. Because, like, obviously I don't feel like animals have empathy. Like, I don't think they can empathize with other things. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't think animals are simple. I don't think they're just... Right. That's probably our mistake as people. Yeah. Looking at other things and being like, ha-ha, look how simple you are or dumb or not... Um, fully featured or something, whatever it is. Yeah. In some ways, I think actually, you know, some animals are actually more impressive than we are. You know, I mean, like, just look at how a polar bear can like live up in the ice. You know, someone said, this was interesting. Uh, Maybe Jordy, I think it was maybe something, Jordy, that me and you were watching. I can't remember. Maybe you can chime in. But this video, I think it was a video, was saying, um... Oh, it was about space exploration because I was watching a ton of that the other day and going to other planets and how do we do it and why would we do it and all those sorts of questions. And the point that I'm talking about right now is I think it was the question of um, is it ethical to actually explore space? Is it ethical is to it, explore space? Like, is it, is it ethical? Is it right? Um, because humans may not uh, be supposed to actually try to explore space. Like that may not just be our thing. Cause like, imagine there are all these other alien species out there. Right. And how would we feel about one trying to branch off and take, you know, ruin the garden essentially. Right. That's an analogy, you know, some, I don't know, like a bunny coming in, ruining your garden. Like maybe we're the bunny or the rabbit. And, you know, there's some sort of alien race, kind of like in Marvel's, like the Watchers, right? They just watch over everything, they protect it. What if, the, what if someone's out there 
taking care of everything. I mean, maybe it's God. We could say that, you know, or you could say it's aliens. And we try to get out there, mess with stuff that something that we're not supposed to because... I think it's a difference between exploration and messing with things. I think when we explore space, we're not trying to bomb other neighborhoods. No, but... Or steal stuff from them. I... If you look at it long-term, though, which is perhaps the wrong thing to do, but if you look at it long-term, it's like once we develop the capability to go to other other planets, then after that, the next step is to develop capabilities to, like, settle that planet, perhaps, if it's... I mean, but that's... Harvest resources from it, and then it just goes from there, right? Kind of like what we do with Earth. It goes... It literally... You can say that about starting space exploration in the first place. Like, is it, isn't it ethical for us to stay on this planet and kill this planet, not having to explore any other options? Because mm-hmm. what happens when this planet, we run ourselves to the ground on this planet, we doomed ourselves here and we didn't, like, isn't that unethical? You could argue that too. And so, like, personally, like, I would, I would um, almost go with that. The issue, like, is that we have to kind of crunch the I numbers. Say, by the way, I don't care. Like, okay. I'm going to say it. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I, I don't say care about, about the Earth. We no. got it on tape. That's um, what he's going to say. No, I don't. <laughs> space exploration is boring to me. I don't care. Like oh, space as wow. a topic, I, there's certain things about space that I like, but it's one of the big topics that I don't really care about. And if I had to pick like whether to explore space or not, I wouldn't just because I feel like there's more stuff that we need to figure out on Earth before we need to branch off. And. That's a very good point. Like we taught, we I, t- I, had, I took a philosophy philosophy class, yeah, this last semester. So we talked about all these different things, and there's a lot of good points there. It's like, why should we go and explore, you know, someone else's garden if we can't even take care of our own, right? Yeah, um, we're gonna kill that garden once we get there. Mm-hmm. Even if that's not our intent. Even if it's not, and you have to account for that thing, um, and so it's like, okay, I mean, that's also true. Um, that could be bad, right? Uh, another point would be um, that it might be actually beneficial for us to explore other places to help take care of this earth, right? Like maybe we've messed up too much already that it would be, it, instead of just putting a band-aid on it, like, okay, we'll just take care of what we have, but it might be better to reach out. So it's I don't know all the numbers, you know. I know there's different resources out there, particularly metals and such. I don't know if that actually be helpful so much to um, what we need to do on Earth, you know, like cleaning up the oceans. Like that's more of, I think, a human effort and such. Um, deforestation, I mean, space exploration isn't going to help that at all. Um, uh, growing crops, all that sort of stuff. Housing for people. Um pollution i i don't really see exploration helping so much with that but i don't know you know there's a lot to know about that um but the whole reason why i brought this up I thought, that i thought was interesting um is the guy said that humanity is a tropical species i don't know if that's the right terminology tropical it's a tropical animal right we're tropical because we couldn't even live, like, say, in Minnesota or Montana if we couldn't build, like, these shelters with heat and all that sort of stuff. Like, we couldn't do it. The only place that we could really live throughout the entire year without, like, some sort of, you know, uh, t- uh, you know, tools above a rock in a stick in, you know, leaves is around the equator, 
you know, where it's warm. That's only where we could live. We cannot, we couldn't survive through the winter if we didn't have other stuff, you know, like even like hunting tools, right, to get fur and all that. So it's like, oh, that's a good point, you know. And he says, if we can do that on Earth, right, if, human, if it's in humanity's capacity and almost divine manifestation, right, like to do that on Earth where it's like we don't think anything of it now to say, oh, yeah, I want to go live, in, you know, in Canada or what's another cold place, you know, Russia, right, Siberia. Why is it any? Why is it wrong to say that about space? It's like as long as we develop the right tools, right? We, we are within like our capability as we have been doing for the last like you know thousands of years to go places that we have never gone before and inhabit it. So I just thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, I always just feel like it, to me it comes back to like if you can't healthily live where you're at, don't spread your unhealthiness everywhere else. Unless you're like there spreading yourself to another place to like try to better yourself or get help. So in my head, if we're in this tropical place, like, okay, we can explore. That's why I'm fine with it. I'm fine to explore, but I'm not fine to start using resources and to start taking things. Right. Yeah. And perhaps with space. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> just say it, Jordy. No, he just typed the word spread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like I'm fine if you explore because you like if we're in a, a tropical <laughs> yeah, if we're in a tropical place. <laughs> that's cool if we want to explore other places. But if like we destroyed that tropical place and now we need to spread out to save ourselves, like I feel like you're just gonna destroy I don't know. The issue with that, though, is um, I think you start talking about issues of generational stuff where, you know, your generation did something that was really bad for the whole world, right? And, or, I don't know, maybe just your nation or whatever, you know. Um, is it fair for you to just hand that off to, like, a younger generation? Or is it also like... Wait, what do you mean, is it fair? Is it fair? Like, you know... Because doesn't that just happen when you die? It, it goes to the next generation? Like, it doesn't just choose to be like, well, oh, I'm done now. Right. <laughs> Generation's but, over. I mean, do you think... Uh, okay, let's just say you have kids. Okay. Do you think it's your... I don't know, some sort of... Your calling in some way to give them a better life than what you had in any way? I don't even, you don't even need kids for that. I feel like you should always try to leave someplace better than how it was when you got there. Right. I believe that too. Like that's good yeah. in general, right? Yeah. So how do you feel about like, let's just say this, generation, which what's like the last generation that we did? We're in generation X right now. No, Gen Z. We're in Gen Z right now. Let's just say Gen Z decides, you know what? We really don't need the world to go on forever let's just party now and do whatever we want right now okay. and they totally trash like all of earth right okay and then generation you know omega comes in them? yeah they come and they're like what the heck did you guys do to the planet they're like well we didn't really we didn't really care you know about any of you guys that were coming on because you didn't exist you know at that point mm -hmm. so here you go here's you know scorched earth and then that gen next generation is kind of like, wow, 
I mean, that's just like one hypothetical, you know. And in some regards, Wait, I'm it, confused. Where is this going? How do you feel about that scenario? Like, is I mean, that I wrong? Really everyone should. Yes, that's wrong. Do you, to trash why? something. What if the people why? like, why do you care about people that don't don't exist yet? Because right? they will exist. Yeah, but like, if you are focusing just like I'm, I, I guess my point is like, if I'm confused on how anyone would see otherwise. But I think it's important about why you believe it's wrong. It's like, yes, you're saying, well, yes, they will exist. But when you do philosophy and stuff like that, you you have to think how, like, well, hey. You can't, like, it's better to cater to, like, your generation because they are here. Why would you make someone suffer at the expense that someone doesn't exist yet? And let's just say hypothetically, you know, when but we're part... the difference between making yourself suffer and just living life being considerate. I don't have to kill myself to help a future generation. I can live my own life and be happy but also be considerate, which helps the future generation. That's true. And I mean, I am going to extremes, but I'm trying to point out, I think, that idea where it's like, do you feel like there's some sort of principle, some sort of calling for you to I leave think it's just called better? being selfless. Selfless. It's, it's between selfish and selfless. Okay. Because if you're going to extremes and just saying, do you want to live a fun life and screw somebody else's life over? Are you a selfish person? Are you going to say yes? Or are you going to be selfless and be like, no, you know what? I'll suffer a little bit and I'll let them live. But see, like they don't, if they don't exist, how can you be selfish if you just, but then that adds another thing. Am I might, because this has come, I'm not trying to be obstinate. No, it's, it's just, obstinate. This I'm has just come thinking, up. I'm just thinking there's just too many what if scenarios. Yeah. I, because am I going to know that someone does not exist? I mean, that's, I mean, basically what you assume is like, like we know that, like there, I'm there could be another generation, there but you can't. Is currently going to be another generation because there are babies on Earth, right? Okay, so let's just say about unborn babies. Besides that, let's let's just say the the young babies are like the last par- part of our generation. You know, that would be that okay. would be something. So then, am I guaranteed that there is no future generations? Let's. I mean, and you could okay, you could say that. Let's just follow that line of thinking. If, what if there's if no there more? If there's a guarantee that there is no future generations, then why is there a problem for all the current generations to live their life and have fun? Because there's no one coming after. That's the point. That's not the point. <laughs> no, but that is the. I think that gets to something no. that I'm trying to ask, though. Do you think there's a principle just to leave things better, whether there's going to be somebody no, there or not? No, but you just said there's not going to be. It's not weather anymore. You just said there's not going to be people. But I think that's, that is conditional, right? Then it's conditional. Don't say there's not going to be people, but there might be people. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'll have to be a little more careful because... Yeah, because if there's any chance there's going to be people, then you don't do that. Then you don't be selfish. And if you suffer... What? Everyone suffers. That's life. So I, They're going to suffer too, even if you leave it great for them. Here, is a part of life. Here, I guess, is what I want to point out in all of that then, is according to like what you said, 
Yes. You would be fine if we all went just crazy. Because there is no future generation. No future Only generation. Only if there's a oh, 100% guarantee. that there, If there's a 99% guarantee, I'm not going to do that. Because there's still a chance that there will be future generations. And I'm not going to be a dick to people just because I want to have fun. Okay. And I get that. And like I'm with you there. Yeah. But what's interesting is that when you argue with this philosophy stuff, not to just to go scholarly or whatever, you know. Because I also think it makes sense. It's like... When you really try to hash out the details and determine what is like fundamentally good and what is fundamentally wrong, you have to figure out like what sort of like almost rules, right, are going to determine your thinking and your decisions. And one of the rules that we talked about is, you know, does it benefit humanity? Um, And another one would be, um, don't please don't quote me on this, but I think one is you don't, like you wouldn't base, like you wouldn't value the well-being or whatever of someone currently living uh, that hasn't been born yet over someone that is currently living. Because let's just say the whole circle of economy, you know, upper class, lower class, all of that sort of stuff, right? That aside, right? What if just partying now made everyone's life better, right? What if that made no more poor people, right? And that made everyone just that everyone better, right? I have a thought that I'm trying not to lose, so I know my face okay, is, I'm sorry. is trying to act like I'm over it, but I'm just trying to really remember what I'm, what I'm thinking. I'm sorry. So keep going, keep going. So what if partying now made everybody alive better, right? And you cannot, for sh- like, you can't say that James is going to exist and he's going to be the son of Sarah and John, right? Like, you cannot guarantee that, right? That, that any of that sort of stuff's going to happen. And so one rule in philosophy when you argue with people is like, you know what? Did you just pick those names randomly? Yeah. <laughs> my name is John. My sister's name is Sarah. My brother's name is James. <laughs> that's just really <laughs> weird to hear <laughs> those three <laughs> talked about as like a family that's not brothers and sisters. I'm but Keep sorry. going. No, that's fine. But um, do you see how that would co- pose a problem where it's like, oh, we're going to make little Timmy over there suffer because there's going to be a future generation, okay. you know? Here's it's the just thing. Like, that's, this is what I'm that's thought. That's what I'm thinking of. The reason I have a problem with this line of thinking is you're assuming that it's one action that is going to screw over a generation. There are so many parts to life that are give and take every moment of every day. If we're just, let's for one thing, let's just talk about like environment. There are so many parts to environmental problems and so many levels of living it like living it up in a good way but also suffering that that doesn't make sense to me for example if i'm thinking we really need to cut down on like oh i don't know if this Cheetos. is the right word like carbon emissions or something like that like there's so many uh i don't again i don't know if this is right there are just so many like um jordy's laughing <laughs> jordy's laughing probably for a dumb reason um they cut down on chinos <laughs> oh no. Um, like, if I'm trying to say, like, we need to drive less because we are just putting so much bad into, like, the environment through our cars and stuff like Carbon that. Carbon monoxide, right? Sure, I don't. That's why I don't. I just decide not to okay. fully say. Sorry. But if you're thinking, if we're thinking that, that's one tiny little problem, environmental problem, where, yes, is it technically suffering for me if I have to walk or ride a bike everywhere instead of drive? Yes, that's kind of suffering. Um, is that life-ending no. Can I get over it? Yes. Is that helping a future generation that doesn't exist? Yes. So there, that's what I was saying. There's like some levels where technically 
I am suffering, but the suffering is not even that bad. Mm-hmm. Also, the suffering isn't going to... So if I suffer by riding my bike or walking instead of driving, that's different than a future generation suffering where they can't breathe and they right. are, their skin is burning. There definitely the seems sun. to be like levels. Yeah. Right. So I have a problem with thinking like it's black and white. Like, do we suffer now and let the other generations that don't exist not suffer or do we choose to not suffer and make them suffer? Like, it's not that black and white. Nothing is that black and white. Because there are situations where I'm thinking, no, I'm not going to make myself suffer right now in doing this just so the other people later on can have it, um, like, have it better. Just because, like, the immediate situation calls for me to do something and maybe suffer a little bit. And I'm trying to think of a good example for that, but I know one exists, but I don't have one right now. But hmm. it is a case-by-case thing. So I don't like that philosophical mindset of would you do this or would you do this when the would you do this could have a thousand possibilities that don't require the same answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard. And like, even just thinking about what personally, like I would like say, like if I had to give you like some sort of um, mandate, right. Where it's like, we need to do this. I think it'd be hard to put into words because in some sense, um, I think that it would be wrong, right? I think we have some sort of um, obligation to like leave things as good or better, you know, because I don't know, maybe that's like just being polite or something, you know, something that you were raised up on. Um, but, but I think it's a general life idea. Not even it shouldn't even be a philosophical mindset of like you should still try to leave the world a better place than how you left it because it's not going to hurt you. I mean, it's not going to. I wasn't say it's not going to hurt you, but that's kind of inaccurate. It's not going to like. Um, I don't know. You're not going to be constantly torturing yourself twenty four seven, and I feel like that's what people would get into the thought of. Just yeah, pull it a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's inter- yeah, it was interesting. And you don't you know? have to like in me saying leave the world a better place that you left it, that doesn't mean I'm gonna suffer. It just means I gotta make sure the next generation is set up to do better than I was <coughs> set up to do. Mm-hmm. I you could know? see I think people arguing because like right now and it, <sighs> You know, in all these conversations, it's always hard to compartmentalize things where it's like, well, the government stinks, you know, and we could be so much more efficient, you know, like, let's just assume that we're operating at our best capacity, right? And there's people that suffer. And could you say, you know, that, you know what? No, we got to make sure that, um, you know, there were as many trees as there were, um, when we found this place or, you know, there's many trees or as many crops or whatever you want to say, right? Lakes, glaciers. And that some, I mean, that somehow denies somebody a better life. That's, I think that's kind of hard, you know, a hard decision, but hard. But if we're working, I don't know, in those senses about trees and glaciers, if we're look, working in those... I am actually the, really sad that the glaciers are melting. I know. that's the, If we're working in that direction... They're very cool. That's not going to hurt anybody. It shouldn't put anyone at a worse life. You know? 
Well, yeah. I mean, if we're generally. trying to fix that problem, planting trees. If us planting trees is going to hurt somebody, then we're doing it wrong. Like, what if let's just? I mean, I'm just thinking, um, and this may not be right, but let's just say like that makes a difference between um, making a village in you know Africa or South America um, get more money from like American corporations or something. How would right? they do that? Well, let's just say that we say, hey. You need to make sure there are always, you know, 20,000 trees in this forest, you know, and that's, they can cut down more. They have every ability to sell more wood and there's more, uh, there's a demand for more wood, but because they have to have this 20,000 number of trees, they're limited. And then that makes, you know, you know, and I think that, you know, but then 1% that, of the village versus, you know, 2% or something. Then the problem, we have to start looking into the, the, what's adding to the problem is why do we need so much wood? I don't know. And can we use a different resource that's not wood to do the same thing that we're using wood for? Because it's not going to be a problem between the supply part. We're looking at like, this is going to be a problem with the supplies. They need to plant stuff or they need to plant things and take them down and we can't do that. There's a problem with the demand. Why do we need so much wood in the first place? Well, I mean, you, you can say that. But in general, I'm sorry, in general, I think as we develop more technology and stuff, we increase a kind of our uh, population, let's say soft cap or glass ceiling, I think is the term, right? Where we can support more people in cities. We can support more people in general, right? And so in general, we're going to be needing more of these basic things like, you know, how people like want a dresser, you know, generally those things are wood, right? I mean... Um, yeah. and that's, that's a very, I would say, um, one of the more basic luxuries, right? Um, just having a dresser, right? Or yes, just a table. Basic luxury. A door, a wooden door. A wooden door. Very basic, basic luxury. Things, it's not like asking too much. I don't basic think. luxury, but we have to think, can we replace this basic luxury with another, if someone wants a door, does it have to be a wooden door? And if it has to be a wooden door, why does it have to be a wooden door? What's, what's going to, how's it going to hurt them if it's made out of something that's not wood? Because if we're thinking if me getting all of this wood that I need is going to be hurting somebody else, do I need it that bad that I'm willing to hurt somebody else for it or put somebody else at a rougher spot in life? I guess generally wouldn't like solid wooden doors are safer than the, I don't even know what they're called, but the ones that are like half yeah, I don't wood, know cardboard, whatever, you yeah, know. I don't know what they are. I mean, um, I'm sure there are some reasons why people would really want them. Would. Huh? Would really want them. Um, <laughs> oh, Jay-Z, but, you're so funny. I know, it's a problem. But, like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that there's no reason for all the wood that we need, but we have to think, I think we need to, it's just opening your mind up, like, is your want for this or your need, if it is really a need for this, that bad that you're willing to risk the outcomes for it? And I'm not saying you have to do that about every single little thing in your life because that would be mentally exhausting and just very hard to do because you don't yeah. know where all of your stuff comes from in the first. I mean, most people don't. Well, I'm assuming 99% of the world doesn't know where every single thing they own comes from. But we can help you out. Most of it is from China. I, yeah, I guess. So, I actually don't know anymore. Check the label. I mean, I guess, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. There's a bunch of things. No, China makes objects. Have you noticed? I don't know. Other... Um, Asian countries usually make your clothing. 
like China, China doesn't really make the clothing. If you notice, it's more like uh, Indonesia. I was gonna say Indonesia. Makes I think clothing. I see quite a bit. I think I want to say Taiwan, but I don't think they do. Taiwan, I I feel like I've seen that. Think sticker. so. There's one other one. I don't know. One other big one. Made in not a Kazakhstan. I don't think that's right. Oh, no, no. I think I know what you're saying. I feel like I've seen something like that. Yeah, but Anyhow, then you yeah, you just have to look at... It's hard to do, but you would have to look at, like, is my need and want that big that I need and that important that I need to put somebody else? Yeah. The, and the issue with this all this... Remember the point that we're talking about, right, is we're yeah. just talking about is it better? Is there some sort of principle to leave things better for the next generation? Does it matter if there's going to be the next generation? Should you bet on someone that is, doesn't even exist yet? And yeah. look how detailed you have to get. And that's why it's hard to come to a consensus. Be, hard to and, come to consensus, and even but my follow. consensus is, yes, be a, leave the world a better place. Yeah. Because traditionally, not tradition, maybe that's the wrong word, like typically it's not going to hurt you that much. And if you're not willing for it to hurt just a little bit, then I feel like you're just an extremely selfish person. Yeah. I think what would be interesting is to find examples. Um, like if we are professional, I feel like this is what mm-hmm. we should do. Jordy, you could do this. You could be Googling right now. Is that you would find examples of the case that kind of goes against what we're kind of saying that I was trying to say earlier. Oh, it's like, I mean, I'm sure I can, I, if you give me an hour, I can think of like two. That would that would right. make me right now. That would make me very frustrated because they're probably okay examples. Like, but someone was dependent on something, and we said, "Nope, you can't do that because of X, Y, Z." And then you know they yeah. they have a worse off life. Why? Because it's like, oh, this needs to be a certain way or be sold through a certain channel. I mean, even gosh, that goes to a lot of different things. Like, I, hmm. You know, the whole net neutrality thing. I won't get into that, you know, but that's a, a major regulation. I can think of, sorry. Yeah. I got excited. It's not a world example. It's an example from when I was in high school at my church. That's oh, not <laughs> obviously life changing, but it goes with this kind of idea. Okay. Sorry. This is good. This is a personal anecdote. Kind of. Yeah. So my church used to decorate a lot of stuff. Um, not that that came out weird. It used to decorate for holidays, but decorate with a lot of things. Okay. Like we would just put a bunch of stuff up. Even sometimes not even for holidays, just for like seasons. <laughs> There'd be a lot of fall things out there, a lot of spring things. Um, but some, especially around Christmas, there's a lot of stuff on like the stage of our church. Uh-huh. Um, and sometimes when we were in high school and we would play like active games indoors, um, we would take things down on, <laughs> we would take things down has it not been recording this whole time? No, no, no. Is, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's just <laughs> this is. It's been so long that I was literally gonna. I didn't want to interrupt you mm-hmm. and be like, "Are we gonna talk about what we thought we were gonna talk about?" Oh, we or we will. Just gonna, okay. This is his own thing. Okay. Um. But I thought about that. But I was like, "That's rude to just say." It was while you were talking, and I didn't want to be like, "Jacob, let me stop you." When are we gonna actually talk about this? This is his own thing. Yeah, I know. Okay. So whenever we want to play an active game we would take stuff down off the stage because we're not going to get in trouble if we kick the ball into it and break things, you know? Right. Um, but we were told, and this has changed, but we were told one time, you need to stop taking things off the stage. And we were like, well, we put them back there. And they're like, nope, stop taking things off the stage. And we're like, but we're going to, if we're playing the game in here, 
we're going to like destroy something if it goes on the stage. Uh-huh. And they're thinking we need those up for like the Sundays. It wasn't Sunday that day. It was literally the middle of the week. We were going to put them back up. Like we need those up on those Sundays. So you need to stop, either stop playing that game or find another place to play the game. And we were like, Oh, and I think in my head, that was that situation of like, we shouldn't have to suffer for a group that's coming in later when we it doesn't don't make any to. difference, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh huh. That's a, again. That's a good. That's a good example. I think of it. Yeah, we're in my head thinking like I don't care about that group right now because we'll deal with it when we get there. Like we have the means to deal with it later on. Mm-hmm. So, again, not a worldly example, not a relatable example for a lot of people, but it's one that I thought of of thinking like I don't care about that future group right now because <laughs> it's affecting me. <laughs> And it needs to stop affecting me. That's changed again. Like right, and that right there, like whose benefit was that for? Who, you know, yeah. for whose benefit was that for? Yeah, right. Because it, it wasn't helping the, them. And, and the church because, people didn't know. Yeah, it, it didn't make any difference. Who was it for? Maybe like one or two administrators that just didn't like you guys playing in there, yeah. or something. Yeah, right. And it, so yeah. the seven or eight of you, however many it was, yeah. right. It's just kind of like missed out on that now because it's one or two people. Yeah. You know, and you know, that's kind of, I think, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure examples like real worldly examples about like bigger scale things. I'm sure those exist. I just can't think of any probably because I don't agree with it, but (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not a reason why I shouldn't know it, but I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure, again, there's a ton of layers and a ton of thoughts behind this, but I just feel like it's not going to hurt you that much to leave the world a better place, so just do it. But you don't know. Uh, you got to talk to people that have maybe like seen that. Because like, I know, I mean, this can come out a lot of different ways, but I would... I imagine the government would be like the people in your church that say you can't do this, you know, like regulations. They literally can put people out of business, you know, just by one law who was put in, you know, to office by some big corporation or something, right? And, you know, they're at the mercy sometimes of the government, right? And the government decides this and the government decides that. And believe what you will, you know, um, you know, the government is run by people and people aren't perfect, you know, and they're not selfless. So this is a very serious topic. Yeah. Not like, is. I mean, we can go way more serious about this, but this is very, like, this is, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sure. Tr- I think we're doing fine. I don't think we're too offensive any of that, but I get, um, you know, the government I think could be like that where it's like, this is how it's got to be because they want it to be like that. Right. And that yeah. makes people, you know, angry, right? Like, I'm trying to think of um, any examples. I, I know there that there have to be examples where businesses have to do a certain thing, right, uh, that they would not want to do on their own, you know, um, but yet they have to. Huh. Man, I really wish we had Jordy over here Googling. That would be so good. He's not, he's, he's shaking his head. He doesn't want to do that. I think this is the whole idea of like not 
the forward idea, but I think this was an underlining idea of the whole, this whole like plastic straws thing. Like what it's do you mean not by that? going to plastic hurt straws? you. You know how like we, people oh, stop using plastic straws because of California. all the turtles yeah. and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Um, we're thinking like if we don't stop doing or if people don't stop doing what they naturally do and use plastic straws because it's very convenient and it's very easy and I guess it's cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, if we don't stop doing that, we are going to kill a bunch of sea life and we are subsequently ruining that experience and that part of the world for, for future generations. Mm-hmm. And us not using plastic straws and things like that is not such a hard thing to stop doing. Like it's very easy to drink without a plastic straw. It's very easy to stop using things like that. Mm-hmm. So is your need and your want to be very convenient and easy and use all this plastic stuff, is that to you, is that greater than a future generation experiencing like flourishing sea life? Yeah. I mean, that's definitely, that's definitely a good example. Because you know, I can think of a lot of people that say like, I mean, I would do that, but it's just so easy for me to do this. And that's me thinking like, great. I'm glad you're that selfish that you can't stop using a plastic straw <laughs> and contributing to the cause. But you know what? And it, perhaps I'm being stupid or naive. And as much as I think, you know, that humanity is flawed and all that sort of stuff. Jordy, you tease. <laughs> as much as I think humanity is flawed, right? And we have all these problems and we probably will never sort them out, right? Um, for some reason, I feel like when it comes to that, like the plastic straw issue, people do want to make, they, they want it to be good, right? They want the earth to be uh, protected and they, they want to protect it and they want to take care of it. Um, but it's so easy to um, contribute in a small way. I mean, we all do it, right? And I would say most of it, most of it, it just comes down to like, a combination of just uh, ignorance and then just not feeling like you make a difference, you know? And those are two big things. You know, I I think I experience those a lot. You know, it's like, wow, what is one plastic straw really going to do, you know? What is buying this from this company that I hate it really going to do, it right? It creates the demand. It creates the demand, it you know? Demand. If and I use this straw, that's one less straw in that company's supply. And once they run out, they're thinking, I need to buy more. So the company makes more and the company sells more. Yeah. But, you know, it's so easy. You go to you go make a restaurant. They give you a straw. Don't think of it, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think of it all the time. I'm very for this cause, if you couldn't tell. And I still use plastic straws because I forget all the time. So I have to remind myself. I have glass straws. I bought them. Glass ones? Oh, Yeah. Cool. I, do I have one with me? No, I don't. It's in my other backpack. Wait. Is that one in there? No, it's in my other backpack. That's a pen. So I don't know. I feel like if people, if you just talk, you know, talk to them more, because like we just don't think about that, you know. I mean, we don't think about a lot of stuff, you know. A lot of this stuff just goes under the radar, you know. And when you have to worry about, you know, making money, getting to work on time, you know, getting through work, you know, having your boss be happy and all that, and then getting home to the wife and kids or you know your husband or whatever it is, um, 
hanging out with your friends, paying the bills. When you get through all of that stuff, what kind of juice, what kind of mental energy do you have less have left to think about a straw? You know, like I'm just so hungry. You know, give me the order and they give you a straw. Well, whoops, it just happened, right? So, yeah. To be honest, I don't really blame people. You know, like I understand it's an issue, but I understand like it's it's just like it's not something that comes easy, right? So, but we do have a responsibility in some way, I think. So, <laughs> what? What are you guys laughing at? <laughs> I'm looking for a picture on here, and I was just scrolling through it, and when I stopped, it was a picture of Arthur eating a piece of cake. <laughs> Shoving a whole, like, not even a piece of cake, it's a whole cake Is in his it mouth. Have your cake and eat it too. I love Arthur. Oh, that's another podcast episode. I could talk about Arthur for the longest time. There is nothing wrong with that show, other than the fact that they changed how they animated it, and it got more computerized, and I hate it. Go on and on about that show. Oh, easy. What's DW stand for? Dora Winifred. Well, don't test me stuff. on my Arthur knowledge. I know it all. <laughs> Why are they animals? Why are they animals? Yeah. Is that an actual fact? Am I supposed to know that? I mean, like, what's the inspiration? I mean, I'm sure there's some story why they're all weird animals. No, don't look it up. This is you failing at this point. Come on, dude. We got to go. We got pickleball to do. I said deuces, so. Deuces. That's me <laughs> That's signing not the out. Ending. I can't figure out why they're all animals. I think it's just that he just wanted them to be animals. Huh? Maybe it's a little more approachable for kids. Yeah, I guess. Could, that could be. That. Oh my gosh, I love Arthur so much. Such a good show. We're not getting into it right now, dude. Oh, we can't. Okay, we're fine. Yeah. Um, that's your fact of the day, guys. Dora Winifred. Dora Winifred Reed. Reed. She had to learn it. Wait, she had, so she wanted a library card, so she had to learn how to write it mm-hmm. and spell it. And I can't remember what happened in that episode. I think she just hated her name and didn't want to spell it, and she just wanted to write DW. She couldn't because the library card didn't take nicknames. She couldn't. All right, guys. Oh, that. Okay, we're not going to get into that. Sorry. We are not. (laughs) Uh, We'll catch you next time, guys. uh, Whenever we're around. Deuces. All right. See you.